vagina. Vagina. chest and it's about that summer i got an offer to do playgirl magazine and i did it i did a full spread for playgirl magazine i, I mean spread man i pulled my butt apart and stuff and i was totally nude and it was weird i i mean 
You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't want to look for it. it it's it, it's not a good look. It's not me me spreading my butthole apart. No, that's not a good look. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. I hope you all had a great weekend, a good Mother's Day weekend. Um, to all of the moms out there, I hope that you were treated spectacularly. Hope your kids, you know, picked up the bill here and there, maybe cleaned up the house, maybe did something for you. Uh, I know the things around here were, were, were fantastic. Um, what a weekend it was. Uh, see, Friday, I, I can't remember. We, we, didn't, we must not have done much Friday. Then Saturday, we had, we had a busy day Saturday. So Saturday we went out and um, we were we were hanging out. Went out to lunch, had a good lunch. And then we said, "Well, we're gonna go. We're gonna go top golf." Went and got Mexican food, our favorite Mexican place in Dallas, Desperados. Said, "All right, we're gonna go top golf. We're gonna go top golf on a Saturday." Now I I, I don't play a lot of golf anymore. My knees. I want to start playing more. And and going to top golf is like you know a, it's a super duper glorified driving range. That's all it is. But I know it's fun, and people can drink there, and they can play their little games there. Okay, oh, fantastic, you know. Um, and all of a sudden, there was some challenge thrown up that some people were going to, quote, kick my ass. So I said, oh, okay, you want to make it that way? Then I'll bring my clubs. Now, now I didn't bring the whole bag. I'm not that guy at Top Golf. Brought my driver, pitching wedge, 7-iron. Why? Because seven iron is fucking gold. I hit the seven like John Daly hits the two. So uh, we we show up at the uh, the 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 top golf place, right? And we're there's nobody in the waiting area. I was like, okay, cool. And uh, we get to the desk. We're like, yeah, we got a group. We want to do this thing, you know. And they're like, oh yeah, it, it, it's a two hour wait. I'm like, it's a two hour wait. Where are the damn people? Like, when you go to a restaurant and you see it's a two-hour wait, you realize it's a two-hour wait. But I guess because they got all these online shit. It ain't no first come, first serve. So so I, we were like, okay, well, fuck this. No, we weren't, like, piss-pissed about it. It was just, yeah, it was shitty. So we get in the car. We're leaving, right? Now, this is where it, the weekend almost spiraled into fantasticness. Due to the fact that if I am ever elected an official of this United States of America, there will be a constitutional amendment put in place that says you are hereby let off the hook if you run a motherfucker over who walks down the middle of a parking structure. You know what I mean. You know these assholes, you know what you're doing. You know what side your car is parked on. Walk on the side of your damn car. And this fucking guy, I don't know if he was a Hispanic fella or a Hindu. I think it was more Hindu than anything. Motherfucker's walking right down the middle. So as I find, as he finally gets off and veers to his car, I roll the window down because I'm only going one mile an hour. I look at him, I go, is it okay if we pass you now? Oh, yes, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, go fuck yourself, you cunt. And he didn't make any gesture towards me, so I didn't stop the car and get out and beat him to death. But if I'm elected leader of this fine country, that will be a constitutional amendment. 
And, and, and you know what? Let me just say it like this. I guarantee. See, I'm going to walk around with that sound effect ready to play whenever I'm out and about. And I say I'm going to do something. I guarantee. Mm-hmm. Savage. What kind of monster does that? That's horrible. Good God Almighty. All right, let's say some good mornings. And then yesterday, being Mother's Day, we, we, went, we all went out to eat, and it was good. First place we went to, we went to a, this place we like called Babes because they have really great chicken fried steak. Babes, first of all, on a Sunday, mayhem. And, and we left at about, we got there about 1245, so mayhem. And a Sunday of Mother's Day, double mayhem. That was like a 17-hour wait. I think people are still trying to get in. So we just went down the road to Red Robin. Red Robin was good. Solid. Can't, you can't do, can't do wrong by mom, but taking her to Red Robin. So there you go. Uh, all right. Swoosh says, happy Monday, as family. He's the first one here. Good morning, sir. I hope, my friend, that you had a great weekend as well. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Look at that. Cowboys girl is all up in the house. Good morning to you. I hope that you're doing well. Oh, my lucky the one, the only, a bratty kid is all up in this motherfucking house. Every single one of you knows my ass isn't hairy. Mm-hmm. Yet none of you spoke up. Yeah. And I will never forgive you. She won't. She won't. She will hold that against you. I promise you that. I hope you have a great day today, bratty kid. Uh, my man Derek. Becca, Becca. Says, good morning, ass family. Boom, Monday, but thank you for being here, Dr. S- Dr. Uh, ass. Becca. Uh, you're very welcome. I appreciate that. Uh, House Spain says, good morning, ass family. Trash Panda in the house saying, morning, family. Well, good morning to you, my friend. Uh, hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? Yeah. How's it going? Domo arigato. Around here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Mage says, good morning, Ass and AIG. For the love of God, please make it stop raining. It's raining so much, it's like Seattle here, and I hate that town. Oh, so do I. Fucking hated living there. That was me. And I lived there in the wintertime. Everybody's, oh, wait for the summer, wait for the summer. I was like, does it rain during the summer? Well, yeah, but not quite as much. Yeah, fuck off. Hated that town. I totally, totally understand now and will always understand why Kurt Cobain did it twice. He wanted to make sure. Good Darren says, yeah, I don't want to go back there. Good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Let's start this week off the right way. We will try. Stinkfist in the house says, good morning, ass. A's take one out of four against the Rangers this year. That's called success. And we blew that fucking game. God dang it. We shut you out in two of the games, and then we blew the save. Come on. Oh, I was pissed. Thank God. And they, they tried to blow it again yesterday and then blew it wide open with a grand slam. Aldous Garcia, I love you, you son of a bitch. Uh, Gold says, good Monday, uh, good Monday after vacation week. Going to need big time today, Arnie. Woo! Yeah, you'll get it. I promise you, you will get it big time today. Well, the frickin' duck! Great fire says, well, hello there, Arnie and the incredible ass family. Well, hello there, my friend. I hope you're doing good. I hope you had a good weekend. 
Cowboys girl says, uh, that vagina clip is so funny. Vagina. Ah, uh, yes. Vagina. You're out, says, good morning, ass family. It was a glorious weekend. Hey, Arnie, what are the baseball standings? I do believe the Dodgers swept the Padres, are still in first place. And there was a little golf tournament that took place. Yeah, Byron Nelson took the place this weekend, and you're out's favorite golfer, Jason Day. Has has fought back from irrelevance to winning a golf tournament on the at a good tournament too. Love the Byron Nelson. Uh, baseball standings: National League West, Los Angeles Dodgers, twenty six and fifteen, three games ahead of Arizona, and your beloved Texas Rangers are twenty five and fifteen, four games ahead of the Houston Disastros. Which means no matter what. When I go to the game on Saturday, Roscoe's first baseball game, I will be seeing the first place Texas Rangers. Do you know how long it's been since I've been able to say that? The first place Texas Rangers. Well, I did go on opening day, and technically they're in first place on opening day. But you know what I mean. Uh, happy Mother's Day to all the ass moms, yes. I have a special story for you coming up later. Uh, something I meant to do on Friday, but I, I, I it just, pfft. sorry. Uh, let's see, uh, Sanchez family says, hey now. Well, hey now, right back to you. Fuck your mama. Hot mama is in the house. She says, happy Monday ass. Well, happy Monday to you. I hope you're doing good. Um, let's see. Thank you, Cowboys Girl, because I identify as a black lesbian. Now, Mage. Mine's off limits to Ching Chongs. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Uh, Monday Blahs asked family, but Dr. States will get us through. Yes, Chaz, man, I will. We played Mickey's Grove in Lodi. Nice little short course. Nice. One of my pet peeves, hate when they walk down the middle. Oh. Chicken fried ham. Nope. Gross. The double A's got one, yeah. Uh, so there you go. All right, all right. Now, how do I start the show? Hmm. Hmm. You know what? Let's start with Joe Biden this weekend. Now, if you ever wanted to know what pandering was, this is the fucking definition of pandering. First of all, let me tell you where he was first, and then the pandering begins. Joe Biden was giving the commencement speech. We see all these. If you're on Facebook right now, you know every person that's had a college graduate in the last week. Got all their damn pictures up everywhere. All right, great. Well, super duper. You graduated from college. Well, uh, all I can say in the immortal words of straight fire is, Well, I freaking It's an accomplishment. I ain't going to take that away from you, but. So the commencement speak, speaker is usually someone of prominence. And Joe Biden, the president, is always asked. And hey, the president usually gives it to Harvard and Yale and stuff like that. Nope. Nope. Uh-uh. Nope. This weekend, Joe Biden decided, you know what I'm going to do? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you crackers. Yep. I am going to go down and do the commencement speech at Howard University. That's right, an HBCU university. That's where I'm going to be delivering my speech. He came out and he was popping and locking. And then he said this. So stand up against the poison of white supremacy as I did my inaugural address to a single out. 
as the most dangerous terrorist threat to our homeland is white supremacy. And I'm not saying this because I'm at a black HBCU. No. I say no. wherever I go. No, you're not saying that. Stand up there. against the poison. Now, now I'd like to point out, Joe's come a long, long way, I guess. Let's listen to some of the things. If you have a problem to James Eastland, who called African Americans figuring out whether you're for me or Trump. The Ku Klux Klan celebrated the uh can cause hurt and pain, and we need what the hell? Just as bright and just as talented as white kids. When you got the first sort of mainstream African American yeah. who is articulate and bright. Get Latinx vaccinated as well. Uh, that's going all bluey right now. And clean, nice looking guy. Biden recalling his early Senate career, bringing up two segregationist senators, Herman. Okay, enough of that. Uh, Buenos dias, Ogre. Uh, I don't need to point out how how racist Joe Biden has been over the years. We all know how racist he's been. And for him to come out and say the greatest threat to America is white supremacy, the greatest terrorist group is white supremacists, you know, I'm betting Hamas and it, oh, what was that one little group called? I'm sorry. I, I, I'm losing my mind. Oh, that's right. ISIS. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. ISIS pulled off a heist that killed over 3,000 Americans. Hmm. I'm thinking they're, they're, they're still pretty bad. Now, I'm not saying white supremacists are, are, shouldn't be a threat that's uh, looked at. But, but really... I want to take a look at this here for a second. This whole white supremacist. Are you talking about the Proud Boys? Are, are, are you talking about... Please don't be talking about the Ku Klux Klan. Because the Ku Klux Klan is nothing but a bunch of hateful fucking rednecks. It ain't like the Klan that, that Robert Byrd, you know, Joe, Joe Biden's mentor. It's nothing like he ran. No, 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 no. No, they still burn their crosses. They still say the N-word. They still do all that. But they're not a very organized group. And now I know there are some organized groups that are available in America. But come on. Uh, Let's see. This coming from the guy that used to take photos with Grand Wizard. Yep. Didn't Donald Trump ensure 10 years of guaranteed funding for HBCUs and Biden overturned it? Uh, That would be, you know what, hold on a second, Scott. You get the first one of the week, the first big. Correct the mundo. There you go. Last time I checked a newspaper or history book, white supremacists, uh, repugnant and hellbound as they are, didn't blow up planes into the World Trade Center or the Pentagon or a field in Pennsylvania. Joe probably got an honorary degree from hyperbole and bullshittery in that university. Uh, That poor field, all those people in San Fran were crying because that plants died. The KKK of today is is like the KKK light compared to the days of the Democratic-run KKK. You're right. 
What about the Mexican cartels and the fentanyl? Oh, I would say that there are far more. I think the Mexican cartels are far more dangerous than any white supremacist group. But he ain't going to go up on stage at, at, at Howard, you know, and, and do his alpha, alpha psi dance. And then say, well, those Mexican cartels are the deadliest. No, he's, look, he's preaching to the crowd there. I, I'm betting that Whitey is not really like there too much. And I'm betting that V. Coop said that somebody wrote on their, their graduation hat, he hates black people. I think that's fantastic. Now, speaking of that, I found this this video, and I find it very, very, I, I'm going to play it for you. And I want you to be honest with it. I want you to be as honest as I'm going to be. Because this girl is a moron. White privilege. Hold on a second here. Let's go back here. Let's start this off. This is for all the white people who are triggered by the term white privilege. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that a person born into poverty has the same access to opportunities as a person born into incredible wealth? Yes. Okay. Yes. And you probably know where I'm going with this. Mm -hmm. yes. So the, the thing road. I'm going to say to you is look me in the eyes okay. and tell me that you think that a child born into immense poverty has the same access to education, life experience, Not fair. and outcome as a child born into incredible wealth. Yes. This um, is for all the white people. Yeah, you, you can't do that. The, you, you can't say life experience because everybody's life experience is different. Um, yes. I can answer yes to those questions, and, and it's really, really, really simple. And it's sad that I have to use a Matt Damon reference for this. And he was right in that movie. Now, granted, he had a special gift of, a, you know, the, the photographic memory, but it's still true to this day. You can get a great education for absolutely zero money. All you got to do is go to the library. That's it. You're going to tell me, uh, and, and once again, from that movie, let's remember that some math, math uh, um, studies were done by people who only had as much as an Algebra 2 book, and then they invented calculus. And they were from the poorest of the poor world. We're not talking about American poverty. See, here's the thing that I love so much. Everybody wants to talk about poverty in America. Hey, how about you go fuck yourself and talk about poverty in China? How about you fuck yourself and talk about poverty in Africa? How about you go fuck yourself and talk about poverty in some war-torn places? That's poverty. We still have a net here. Now, some people fall through that net. But to, to that, that, to me, this whole thing is the most racist thing I've ever heard because it puts down... It's geared toward putting down African-Americans because, yes, there are white people born into poverty. Hello. Ever heard of a guy named Colin Powell? You want to talk about poor. And notice how I didn't go to an athlete or a singer because that is also available. 
You can get a great education. And you don't even need a library card. You go to the library and you just read there all day. Uh, so let me reason this out. KKK are a terrorist group. They adopted highways and have signs. ISIS is a terrorist group. How soon before they can adopt roads and neighborhoods in Elon Omar's district? Uh, this, this stretch of highway kept clean by ISIS. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a hell of a sign. I would take a picture by that sign. Uh, let's see. Are no whites born in poverty? Yes, yes, they are. B. Coop says, yes, they do. The group who is achieving wealth is the quickest in the U.S. are Nigerian immigrants. Well, there you go. You want to talk about fucking poor? How about Nigeria fucking poverty? Yeah, because there are no poor white people at all. I would say the poor family would have more life experience, yeah. So is she saying if you were born into poverty, there's no incredible love? Obviously. Speaking of white privilege, have you seen the Beavis and Butthead episode where they discover that? Yes, I have. That is fucking hysterical. Poor white kid, poor black kid. One opening at a great job or college. Who's going to get that job or scholarship? Bingo. Hold on a second. That one right there. Bingo. 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 If you have a poor white kid going up against a poor black kid who's going up for a scholarship or a job in today's world, yeah. yeah, you want to talk about racism, there's racism. Her description had nothing to do with race. Take a poor white kid from the some holler in West Virginia versus Will Smith's messed up kids. Not the same outcome. Nope. Dennis Rodman, yeah. Time being homeless in North Korea. Oh, wait, you'll be executed. Yes, but Arnie, books by themselves can't stand in front of a class of mush-brained college kids and brainwash them. Oh, I know. I know. Arise, good morning to you. Hope you're doing well today. Um, I just, I, I, I find this to be so just, it's so amazing to watch all this stuff happen right now as they're starting to do the race baiting when they're trying for us not to watch what's happening right now. By the way, after Joe Biden delivered his wonderful speech, do you know what Joe Biden did? Oh, I'm going to tell you what Joe Biden did. Joe Biden decided, hey, you know what? I have been working like six days in a row. I think that I need some vacation time. President Joe Biden spent the weekend at his beach in Delaware. After forcing asylum officers along the southern border to boat work both weekend days to deal with the migrant surge. By the way, just to let you know, just to let you know, because I know that Kareem Jean, 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 Jean Pierre, I know her mop-headed ass was trying to talk about how it's all under control on Friday. I didn't get the sound drop from it. Um, but if it's all under control, why, oh, why is the El Paso border getting close to reaching seven times their normal capacity? If it's truly under control... I'm just wondering. I mean, every time... I wish Peter Ducey didn't like his job. I really do. Because I'll tell you this right now. Whenever they would bring this topic up, this is all I would... I would have this on my phone playing.
fuck? That that Phil Collins is full of shit. How is it not fun being an illegal alien in America now? You don't even have to buy a fucking bus ticket anymore. We'll send you to New York. We'll send you to Chicago. Free. And when you get there, the people will hand you money. I love his mock Mexican accent in English. Oh, yeah. I I think I'm going to have to put that on the sound effect machine and just play that every time we do this. Now, there seems to be a problem, though. Joe Biden getting getting some much-needed rest while this all undoes. Uh, By the way, and he he probably didn't want to hear about this, but uh, I'm going to tell you anyway. Border Patrol agents actually arrested an Afghan national on the FBI's terror watch list after he crossed in uh, to California. Just, just letting you know. Just letting you know. A guy on the FBI's terror watch list walked right into our country. Now I know. I, I know. I should say. Surprise! 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 But I'm not. Come on. How can how can you? I mean, I, when you look at that and you go, Golly! Boy, we're doing, and, and the, the, the knock will be, well, that, that's a Border Patrol doing their jobs. Yeah, how many did we miss? If he's in the top ten and we miss like six others, that's not good. That's not good catching one out of six. Just letting you know. Granted, you will be a billionaire in Major League Baseball the way they play, pay these clowns. It's under control because when you let everyone in, it's all going to plan. Shocking, not that he walked in, but he was caught and arrested. Yeah. <sighs> so there you go. But, 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 but. This is the story that should upset you the most. You know, I, I, I mean, once again, let, let, let's just do this. Let's play a little Phil Collins. And- no, it's a See, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Because not we, we, we provide you travel, safe travel at that, government safe travel. Sightseeing. Some people got to see Kamala Harris's house. That's a big deal. I've never seen Kamala Harris's house. And they were dropped off on the doorstep there in Washington, D.C. I've never been to Washington, D.C. Now, uh, now when they drop them off sometimes, when, when, when they take them um, to, let's say, New York City. New York City! Probably not appropriate. Um, they get off. They, they, they see the, the Statue of Liberty, right? And then there are people in New York that are just handing them money. And they build shelters for them. That's right, shelters. And and they're they're making some host- or hotels open their doors to the immigrants. But it kind of backfired this week. <sighs> Homeless veterans have been kicked out of hotels in upstate New York to make room. For the growing number of illegal aliens. (laughs) 
New York State Assemblyman Brian Maher slammed the Biden administration and New York officials for allowing the veterans to be kicked out of the hotels. So what you're saying is that people that served our country, who may be just down on their luck because the PTSD is too bad and they're not addicted to drugs, they just don't want to be around society, and this is the safest forum. Now, we need to get those people help. And shelter is a good start. And now we're kicking them out for people who are breaking the law to be here? I think Joe Biden is racist towards white people now. I really do. I honestly believe it. I, I see so many videos now. I saw a video this morning of a guy on the street interviewing people saying, is it okay to be white? And the black girl said, no, it's not. There was a city council meeting, I believe in San Francisco or L.A., where a man talked about eradicating the white race. Eradicating, meaning killing the entire white race. Oh, by the way, before I go too far, before I go too far, all week this week, music-wise, 80s music, bam, that just happened. 80s music all week. 80s country music, 80s rock, 80s pop, 80s, 80s, 80s. It's going to be an awesome, awesome week. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and Alicia, good morning, says Morning Ass Family. Hope all the ass moms had a wonderful Mother's Day. Ooh, I love the 80s. Yes, indeed. So, we're kicking out our homeless veterans of these, these hotels so the people that can break laws can get here. By the way, I don't know if it's tr- somebody's going to have to update me on this because I don't remember doing the story and I haven't seen the story. Is it true that California is now allowing illegal aliens to vote in national elections? I saw something written like that, and then this is just. And, and uh, I believe it was a tweet the kid Rock sent. So. Uh, Look, look, I know that he's a very, very right-wing extremist. I get it. No, I shouldn't say extremist. He's very, very right-wing. Um, and he was talking about eradicating California's voting rights and getting rid of their senators and their representatives because this is illegal. Is that true? It, 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 California is allowing illegal aliens to vote? California... Vote. Um, let's see. Uh, news. Republicans voice outrage over non-citizen voting. Okay, so this is a bill. All right, hold on a second here. Continue to the site. Republicans voice outrage over non-citizen voting bill. Connecticut State Rep uh, has proposed a bill that would allow non-citizens the right to vote in uh, the state and municipal elections, but he knows unlikely to pass and hopes a decision. Okay, this is in Connecticut, not California. 
Neo-citizens voting. Uh, judge says no, even the left side of the wing. Non-citizens voting. Okay. Yeah, Scott says California already lets them vote in some local elections. I was just seeing um, nationally-wise. Uh, Callie also made it so those damn people can become cops. Now, I know that one's true. Um, I hadn't seen that. That has to be something the rest of the nation votes on because that's some bullshit. Yeah, it is unconstitutional. So I I don't know. Like I said, I'm just reporting what I saw, and I, 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 I was surprised I hadn't done that story because I'd lose my mind over that story. But wait, hold on a second. Before, before we, like, we all breathe this sigh of relief, it's coming. Oh, it's going to come. Why do you think they're allowing all these people in? See, I know how all this works. Or at least a lot, I think I know how a lot of it works. So these people who come here illegally. Now, because a lot of places have cracked down on the hiring, what happens is, um, because I've seen this firsthand, I I knew somebody who ran a business that used people that came here from Mexico. He paid them well, but the fact of the matter is that he didn't pay them, and, you know, it wasn't all... And I understand that construction, they do that. I'm not judging whatsoever. But what happens now is that they are forced to get Social Security numbers. And what happens is they get Social Security numbers, either they buy them and they're stealing identities, or they get them from dead bodies, dead people. They will buy them. It costs them a pretty penny, but it costs it's money that they're investing in themselves to get a job so they can work, so they can have a, 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 an income tax number. And by the way, this has happened to people all over the country. When they get their taxes, they look at it, they go, wait a second, I didn't make that much. So that's how they're doing it. By the way, that's fraud as well. So now they're not only breaking law by being here illegally, which I always ask the question, What federal law can I break and get away with? I'd like to know. And then all I got to do is promise not to break another law or I'll be deported. Done. That's what's happening. So when these people, by the way, have Social Security numbers and the ones that are politically motivated, well, they'll contact the people they need to contact because I'm sure they'll be paid for this. They use their numbers to go and vote. That's what they do. This influx of illegal aliens, we're not doing it because it's the right thing to do. Do you think our government ever does anything that's the right thing to do? The government is allowing this to happen because it will benefit them. How does it benefit them? Well... There's more people to vote for them, and there's more people to take care of. So if they take care of these people, guess what? Those people will in turn vote for them. So it's like they're paying them for their vote. I'm sorry, it's not like it. It is. They are paying them for their vote. This is why. Look, look. 
people can scream fentanyl all they want. They can they can scream human trafficking all they want, and it's true. Those things are a part of this. But the number one reason this is happening and our federal government is not doing anything is because they want those votes. And the sad part is that these Democrats are so stupid right now not to realize how much they have fucked over the Latino vote. First of all, by ever referring to them as Latinx. I don't even know what that is. That sounds like a cool generation. What group are you in? Oh, I'm in Latinx. Ooh. I mean, that makes Gen X sound kind of pussyish. I'm in Latinx. The first thing I think of when I think of Latinx is Razor Ramon. Hey, yo. Seriously, I mean, how much cooler is that? Oh, I'm a part of Latinx. Drop that zero and get with the hero. Don't sing it. Bring it. Mm Mm-hmm. So he pissed him off with that, first of all. Secondly, uh, did you not pay attention to the last election in 2022? Well, boy, you should have. A county down in the south part of Texas. McAllen County. I think it's McAllen. Well, that's where McAllen is. That's the border town. That in Brownsville. Literally, the, the city is 95% Hispanic. And they voted Republican. In the last election, the last election they voted Republican. They almost voted Republican the election before that. And in 2016 is when we started to watch it happen. Why? Because Latinos are tired of being lied to. They're not getting the help. They're not getting the resources that have been promised to them. Now, first of all, let me say I don't necessarily agree with the promises that were made to them. But they're here. You made the promise. You got to pay it off. They ain't paying it off. And now the Hispanic folks, Latinos, Latinx, a badass generation. When I hear Latinx, I think of something I used to blow my nose. Christopher, did you see that old lady in L.A. get run over by the school bus? Man, I was so happy that wasn't you. Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way. By the way, I did the movie review this week. I saw this new movie that came out. It it, it was out, and and I watched it this week, and it's called One Ranger, starring Thomas Jane. Now, you can read my review all over social media. I'm pretty much going to do word for word the review here. Uh, I didn't put a lot of expletives in the review, but let me tell you, that movie fucking sucked. First of all, Thomas Jane can't do a fucking Texas accent. Are there no actors from Texas? Oh, wait, there are. And by the way, Thomas Jane is far from his fucking, his days as the Punisher. So so Thomas Jane is playing this Texas Ranger who's supposed to be the best Texas Ranger ever. Well, hold, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No. 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 See, this year the, the, the law enforcement group, the original Homeland Security, I have a t-shirt, the Texas Rangers, 
Not the baseball team. Not the first place baseball team. Sorry. Texas Rangers were a law enforcement group that helped getting uh, desperados, uh, cattle thieves, and rogue Indians out of Texas. And they did it by any means necessary. Now, they were disbanded for a while. And then these two folks named Bonnie and Clyde decided to fuck around. And, well, they were killing people all over the great state. And the governor had no choice. She wanted to, or the governor's wife, or who the secretary of state, whoever Kathy Bates played in that movie. And it's pretty historically right. If you ever want to see this movie, it's called The Highwaymen. Woody Harrelson and Kevin Costner about the lawmen who tracked down Bonnie and Clyde, who were former Texas Rangers, who they had to reinstate and redo the Texas Rangers. And what happened? Yeah, those two Texas Rangers fucking handled business. And Texas Rangers, one riot, one ranger. That's, that's always been the motto because there was a big fucking riot in Fort Worth and they only sent one Texas Ranger. And guess what? The riot was solved. I hold the Texas Rangers very near and dear to my heart. It's a law enforcement agency. We've been, I've been to the Hall of Fame a number of times. If you ever see the movie Terror in the Tower about the shooter, the active shooter who was on the tower at the University of Texas, the Austin police officer who was off-duty, who was called in because this guy was just gunning down co-eds all over the campus. He went in on his off day. He ran through the quad, avoiding shots, went into the tower. They didn't have no elevator. He ran up all the damn stairs of the tower, got on the tower, and put down Charles Whitman. That man became a Texas. That's what it takes to become a Texas Ranger. If you show up at a crime, if you're at a crime scene and Texas Ranger shows up, you're going to prison. They don't fuck around. Now. The highest honor that anybody's ever given to them is one man and one man only. His name is Sir Chuck Norris. I've knighted him. Not only for playing Cordell Walker, one of the finest Texas Rangers ever, but he also played Lone Wolf McQuaid. Let's not forget Lone Wolf McQuaid. So the top two Texas Rangers behind the the guys who stopped Bonnie and Clyde are Cordell Walker and Lone Wolf McQuaid. So this movie is about a Texas Ranger who's who's um who's recruited by by, by James Bond's group, was that M6 or whatever, to hunt down an Irish terrorist. Now, the last time I checked, a Texas Rangers juris- jurisdiction really is confined to the state of Texas. Maybe Oklahoma, Louisiana, New Mexico if they have to. But definitely not cheery old London. And here's the other thing. Every fight scene, this badass Texas Ranger gets the shit knocked out of him. The absolute piss is beaten out of him. Now, does he get his man? Yes. Did I ruin that movie for you? Yes. Why? Because it is an hour and a half of pure poop. I wouldn't recommend this movie unless I was staying in the nut house again. So there you go. There's my there's my on-air review. Highwayman is actually a good movie. Great movie. 
I like how in Full Metal Jack when Sergeant Hartman sounds uh, almost proud of Charles Whitman and Lee Harvey Oswald having been in the Marine Corps and their ability to successfully kill at long distance. Yeah. So let's talk about something here. I found this story, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it, and we we're gonna continue to do all the stories we got. But I found this story, and it's something we talked about last week, and I saw it playing out this weekend, and I want to get y'all's feedback on this because y'all didn't have y'all said a few things, but I want to see that exact review by Gene Siskel. Ninety minutes of pure poop. That's all it was. It was fucking garbage. Fuck you, Thomas Jane. If I ever see Thomas Jane in public, I get to slap him. Can I get a second on that? And and ask family, you're a part of this. If you ever see Thomas Jane in public, you get to slap him on my behalf. Let's say you go down to L.A., you're going to Disney World and all that stuff, and you go to the Grove. And you're walking around the Grove. Oh, wow, da-da-da. And then all of a sudden you see some paparazzi going around. You're like, oh, who's over there? And they say Thomas Jane. Well, when they say Thomas Jane, this is what your, your, your initial attitude should be. You should, if you've got bags, hand them to somebody, cross the street, walk over to Thomas Jane, and slap the taste out that motherfucker's mouth and say, that's for one ranger from Arnie States. <sighs> All right, so this is what I want to talk about. We talked a little bit about this last week. And I want to know what your opinion is. Japan say, yes, slap him, and that's the whole country, sir. Yes. Anywhere. Anywhere on God's green earth, that motherfucker is. He is greenlit. This story out of New York City. New York City! Totally not appropriate. About what happened on the subway car between... A homeless street performer who has a rap sheet 15 miles long. All right? And an ex, I don't call them ex-Marines because there's no, once you're a Marine, you're always Marine. Unless you're the donor, then you're just a piece of shit. Um, but a Marine and another individual who happened to be a black man. I just I'm I'm point I'm trying to to draw you the picture because this is audio only. By the way, we're going to be working on some uh, some streaming stuff. I got a new camera, and we're going to work on it. I, I I'm trying to get it up today. I can't get it going yet, so we'll see. But there could be available soon at ArnieRadio.com. When you go there to see the podcast and you click on the top one, the top one will always be just the audio. Hopefully, the bottom one you can click on will be video of me doing the show. So I'm working on that, and we're going to work on trying to stream it live, too. Got all kinds of irons in the fire. I know that's exciting. To watch me do the show, too? Shit. I'm entertaining as hell to watch, especially when I'm chewing tobacco. So, the homeless uh, entertainer starts threatening people, getting in people's faces on this train. And and scaring people. Well, the Marine has had enough. And so has the other guy. And the Marine jumps on him and puts him in a chokehold. And the other guy holds him down. 
quite entertaining. As the kids are saying now, no cap. No cap. Oh, that's a new phrase. I got to learn that one. No cap. Alicia sent me a video of uh, her son, the Pebble. The Pebble, he couldn't do the eyebrow thing because he was laughing too hard. And she goes, you're not the rock, you're the Pebble. And then he really laughed. So I know I, I know he likes the name Pebble, so we got to get him to start working on that eyebrow thing. Um, so they put him down, and they had, the Marine holds on too long. And the street performer slash homeless guy slash assailant dies. Now, I've seen people from the far right come out. Am I the only one who remembers capping meant slinging an insult on? Oh, I remember capping on someone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, we capped on people all the time. So we talked a little bit about this last week because everybody was up in arms when it happened, and I was confused why we're up in arms. Because charges were brought against the Marine. Now, supporters are funding him with a GoFundMe page. Uh, presidential candidate, uh, President Swamy, donated $10,000. Funds get near $2 million for the Marine, who's been charged. Uh, he's been charged with second-degree manslaughter for the death of Jordan Neely on New York subway. No, no, Alicia, you're, look, 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 and everybody's entitled to their opinions. This guy's death is really nothing to be sad about. He was a piece of shit. Yes, he was. But here's my, here's my dilemma, because I believe in law and order. Someone died. Now, I'm not saying that the Marine will be found guilty. I really hope he isn't. But when you take someone's life, you have to answer for it. We, we, we have all been very, very upset at the fact that no charges were filed, uh, or they were filed and then they were rescinded against Alec Baldwin. He literally held a gun, fired a gun, and killed a woman. Now, he didn't mean to, and the charges were dropped. And we said that was bullshit. Now, Let's see if some consistency remains in our country, which I'm not going to hold my breath for. Because this Marine, his name is not Alec Baldwin. These charges will not be dropped against him because he has powerful people in powerful places. Which I find to be utter bullshit and a, 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 a big problem with our system. Uh, had two uh, his uh, two guys on him to restrain him. Choke was excessive at that point. Okay, now 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 look, we can talk this out. Like I said, like I said, I don't necessarily want to see him found guilty, but I am not losing my mind that he's been charged with a crime because someone died at his hands. That's all. I'm just trying to be consistent here. I preach about it. Well, the first rule of the show is consistency and logic. Now, these people that want to donate to us, go right ahead. I, I have no problem with it. If this case is brought up in front of a jury and that jury hears all the details that are needed, 
I think that this guy will probably be acquitted. I do believe he will because he was acting in the greater good. This isn't like Bernie Getz. And a lot of y'all are too, too young to remember who Bernard Getz was. But he was, he was the first vigilante I remember. Um, he went onto a subway with a machine gun and shot people that were fucking with him and fucking with other people. And a lot of people said, Bernie Getz, oh, man, he's awesome. No. As, 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 look, look, I say it all the time. I talk about, look, when I go up and slap Thomas Jane, I'm going to probably be arrested for it. And I'll probably be acquitted because the first thing I'm going to do is make the jury watch that movie. And once that jury, and I'm going to make sure I have at least one proud Texan on that jury. They're going to watch that, and they're going to be like, man, that fat guy was right. We should slap the shit out of him. And then what's going to happen is the judge is going to decree that anytime Thomas Jane is out in public, he gets slapped. I'll be acquitted. I'll be let go. Didn't get, he might have used a handgun. I, 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 fuck, that story was so long ago. Didn't he shoot like eight people? I just remember that he was a, a, I remember the story and I remember people were like, oh, he's a hero. I don't know if I can call him a hero. But it's interesting to see this story. And it's interesting to see people lose their mind. And I get why people are losing their mind over it. I don't know if they'd lose their mind over it um, if Alec Baldwin was still being charged. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet, so we'll see. Now, getting back to uh, the idiots at hand, the idiots that run our fucking government right into the ground, um... Supreme Court actually did their job this week. Oh, wait, wait, before I get to that. Um, well, oh, gosh. Oof. Let me just say uh, with this headline, um, I don't mean to do this, but I have to. Legally, I'm bound by contract that I have to do this. A homeless person they ignored and put aside is now suddenly someone they gave a shit about for political purpose. Well, once again, uh, uh, there you go. He wanted it. Correct the mundo. He got it. Now, you know I hate doing this. I really hate it. Power producers are already warning that the new greenhouse gas rule threatens to compromise the power network's reliability by pushing their older, dirtier coal and gas plants into retirement at an even faster place than they are closing now. They say this is worrisome if the plants aren't replaced as quickly as they are shut down. So what they're saying is that the power grid cannot handle Joe Biden's climate rules. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit. <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world. I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. 
toot. Say my name. I am the chosen one. Doing his little shimmy. Mm-hmm. It makes the women here in Cleveland puke. Yeah, fuck the women in Cleveland. I mean, I, I, it was either play that or play this again. Surprise, surprise, surprise. I mean... <laughs> What I really let me let me try to phrase this. I always grew up under the 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 guise G U I Z E, not G U I S. Under the guise that our elected leaders and the people that were in Washington and the people that ran things were smart. I really was. I really, really, I, I was under that. I mean, you hear about the prestigious colleges they go to. Georgetown, Harvard, Yale, Princeton, Dartmouth. You, 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 you hear about all these wonderful colleges and these places of higher learning, and you think, man, you got to be smart to get in there. Well, I'm starting to really, really see it. I mean, I saw it a long time ago. You got to be really, really rich to get in there. And a lot of really, really rich kids, I'm going to say it, are dumb. One of my favorite super-duper wealthy kids who later became the owner of the Texas Rangers and then the governor of Texas and then the president of the United States, George W. Bush, ain't no rocket scientist. Ain't no rocket scientist there at all. I like the guy. I voted for him twice. Hell, if I would have lived in the state of Texas, I would have voted for him every time he ran for governor. That man killed more inmates than cancer. Oh, sure, like he went to Harvard, Lois Trading Places, Lewis Trading Places. You would think. I mean, I, I mean, I, it's one of those things when you see it, you go, okay, well, that makes sense. You know, he went to Georgetown. Bill Clinton went to Georgetown. Bill Clinton was one of the biggest pieces of trash as the president we had, and he was a back-assward buffoon. He still went to Georgetown. But this is just getting to be dumb. On so many levels, on everything they do. Don't worry, we 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 got to talk about the transgenders today too. And all this stupidity just keeps adding up to when we go. When are we going to? When are the the correct-minded people going to take over? See, I didn't say right-minded people because I don't want to make it that way. I want to say correct-minded people. When are we going to stand up and say stop it? And, and, and believe me, I, I will say stop it in the transgender. When we get to that shit, I will say stop it. Because this is just getting to be pure stupidity. Pure and utter stupidity. I, if I was President Z, you know what I would do? I would fucking send a missile our way. What are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? Does that have your attention now? Do you know what's going to happen 
when China launches a missile at us? There's going to be half of this country going, well, we can't launch one back. That's mean. We'll intercept it. We'll catch it with our Star Wars technology. We ain't got no big-ass nets waiting to catch a fucking nuclear bomb. As soon as they push their button, the only fucking thing to do is push ours. But we won't do that. I remember when we would. And if you think I'm wrong, well, already there are protocols in place. Yes. This old, stupid fucking man has the last of them. Do you think that Joe Biden has the stones to push the button? That's a fair question. I ask you, I ask you that question right here, right now. Do you think that Joe Biden will push the button if he has to? That's a fair question, <laughs> Donald. How strong do you have to be to push the button? B. Coop says, nope. Donald says, nope. Uh, the people that control him won't allow him to push the button. What a stupid son of a bitch. No chance in hell. What a stupid son of a bitch. Uh, Derek says, absolutely not. Joe Button, what button? C.A. says, yes. Ghost says, if he could push the button, he probably wouldn't push the right one. Only tell them if uh, that only if they tell them to sniff hair. Joe would surrender and ask them to hit the self-destruct button. If the puppets pulling the strings want him to, he's not making that decision. Trash Panda says nope. CA says turn your key, sir. I don't think he has it in him. And I got to tell you, as as awful as it may sound coming from me, I'm going to tell you. That's something that does weigh on my mind when I vote for a president. Completely weighs on my mind. The first thing that I think about um, when it comes to presidential uh, candidates, does this person make me feel secure? That's the one, because I realize that the government has one job. Now, I'm going to talk about what the, the Democrats think their job here is in just a second. Government's one and only job is to protect its citizens. I don't see protection in this country. I, if, if China wanted to scale something against us, he would allow it to happen. Why? Because he owes them so much money. All this is, all the world is now is a fucking Sopranos rerun. And we got to hope and pray that China doesn't turn into Richie Aprio. Because he's, he's going to collect. And then we're going to have to have some ugly country that looks like somebody I used to work with get mad because China slapped him in the mouth. It'll be North Korea probably. And then North Korea and China. And we'll be like, what the fuck? And then we're going to have to worry about North Korea. 
See, it's just all mind-numbing shit. This is what goes on in my brain all the time. Be lucky you don't have to live with it. Joe didn't even use protection to avoid Hunter. The Democrats, dozens of them, in both the House and Senate last week, proposed legislation that would give all students, all, every student in America, every student in America, from preschool through high school, three free meals a day. Oh, plus a snack. Ooh, a snacky snack. Regardless of income, a move they said is needed to cope with the record numbers of American kids who are struggling with hunger. The only button Joe knows how to push is the one in a soft-serve ice cream machine, and it's challenging for him at that. He usually unplugs it by accident. Probably tries to fix it with a hammer. Um, look, this is all well and good. Why, instead of regardless of income, we make sure that we get healthy choices for the, uh, the, the uh, not necessarily healthy choices, but at least decent shit, not like fruit roll-ups and shit. Look, I, I, I ain't above this. I was on, I was on the meal program. I, I, got, I got the free plate lunch. My parents did. Look, I had to take the cards with me to school and give them a coupon for my free meal. And I only got one. I could either choose breakfast before school or I could choose lunch. I always chose lunch. I always wanted breakfast because breakfast always looked better. What the fuck? They need a morning snack and lunch. That's it. Those fucks just make lunch big and great. Oh, fuck those people. Yeah, I don't understand this. Why every kid. And by the way, some people bring their lunches to school. Some people don't want that garbage. Yeah. That Christopher, thank you. Americans struggling with hunger. Look around. 60% of the country is morbidly obese, including kids. I would say that that number is probably even higher than 60%, but yes, 60% is more than a majority, yet we're dealing with hunger. Joe should read an economics book. Chapter fucking one is there's no such thing as a free lunch. Amen. Well, this isn't Joe. This was mainly the, the, the house. This was Bernie Sanders and Ehan Omar. Oh, yeah, because kids want curry all day. Yum. That didn't work when that man, Michelle Obama, almost bankrupted the school's lunch programs for the whole country. Well, yes, because she wanted to fucking serve expensive organic shit. Look here, look here. I'm kind of at a loss. Like, I, I thought my I had a great childhood. I really did. I, I had a fun childhood. I enjoyed school. I didn't like, I liked the social aspect of school. I liked my friends, loved lunch. Pizza day was always my favorite day, either pizza day or chicken fried steak day. Now, looking back, chicken fried steak was awful. 
I, I will never be smirch school pizza, though. School pizza is still some of the greatest pizza in the world. And, you know, you want to make everything healthy. You want to do all this stuff. Why can't we let kids still be kids? Why can't we have, I, I, I mean, lunch was like this. Uh, Fridays was always fish due to the fact that we had a high Catholic concentration in the state of Texas due to Hispanic people. So, and, and, and a lot of religious people don't eat meat on Fridays. I respect that. I respect it. Good. Now, now, if you wanted a burger or something, you could get it, but it wasn't in the plate lunch line. See, we had a plate lunch line. We had the salad bar. And then we had the, the what they called the snack lines. But the snack lines always had hamburgers and hot dogs in there. Yeah, they had your ice cream sandwiches, all that kind of good stuff. And why were those lines fucking more crowded? Because that's what we wanted to eat. Nacho day. Like, Monday would be... Monday, Monday would be like Salisbury steak, chicken nugget day. Tuesday, you, you get some kind of chicken dish, probably. Wednesday was hopefully pizza day. Wednesday or Thursday was pizza day. And then the next day was chicken fried steak day or something like Salisbury steak day or something like that. Because we had nachos in the, in the snack line all, all week. Well, when it was pizza day, the snack lines were always shorter. Why? Because we wanted pizza. What's wrong with that? I, I know, I know that everybody's a nutritionist now, and we all know what's good for one another. Why don't we just let kids be kids and have some fun at high? It, school sucks as it is. Uh, they're not struggling with hunger; they're struggling with blowing their money on drugs and booze instead of feeding their fucking kids. These are government subsidized meal programs. There are food pantries in every city, church, food drives everywhere. Do not tell me people have a hunger problem. Oh, I don't believe it. Well, the, once again, Ogre, this goes back to something I was talking about earlier. The idea that a poverty in America. Now, if you are in poverty in America, it's a real thing for you. I'm not going to say it's not a real thing for you. But what I'm going to say is that it's a whole lot different than poverty in Nigeria. Like, literally. I got a story coming up about what they want to add. to. You know what? Fuck it. I'll do it now. Hold on a second here. I ain't gonna. The, the, this is how stupid our country is right now. Are y'all ready? Now I gotta find it. Let's see. Where do I have that? Uh, Brittany, no, no, no. Air travel. Hold on a second. I know it's in here. Uh, influencer, no. Actually, no. Lesbians, no. That's coming up. Former teacher, no. That's not it. Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. Here we go. CBS segment on uh, on on Saturday morning featured a segment suggesting adding insect insects into a diet could provide benefits for a growing world affected by climate change. To counter meat, soybean derived proteins, or other high carbon foods, the segment described efforts by climate experts and scientists to explore farming bugs to protect the planet. Now, I want to die before this happens. Uh-uh. I ain't eating no damn crickets or no damn grasshoppers. No, I ain't Native American and need to leave maggots on my state for extra protein. 
Mmm, greasy pizza with corn and chocolate milk on Wednesdays, the best day. Oh, that corn was good. I don't I don't ever understand why they serve pizza and corn, but hey, I didn't argue with it. My girl's a lunch lady, and I've gotten to try some of these lunches, and the pizza is so bad. Mike Obama's completely fucked up school lunch. It's bad. Oh, how do you fuck? You can't fuck up. It's on a big-ass sheet, and you cut it in these weird oblong pieces. I went to Catholic school. Our lunch program was bring your lunch or go hungry. My parents' meal plan was make your lunch or go hungry. Guess what? I learned to make my own fucking meals, yeah? Now, you see, when I got to junior high, this is a funny thing. When I got to junior high, dad was sober now, which meant he was working, which means our income changed, which meant I could no longer get the free meals, which meant I either had to provide my own money for lunch or I had to make lunch or I'd let dad make my lunch. And early on, I learned not to let dad make my lunch. Because my dad was always concerned about my weight. He didn't want me to be picked on. He knew that at, at, at one time in my life, I was very, very um, hurt by it when people would pick on me because I was fat. So he always wanted to try to help. He would look for diets. I mean, he, ser- he, he sold Herbalife for a while. And I had to take those Herbalife pills. And we t- we're talking, uh, we're talking. I had to take a handful of pills as a kid, and they were the nasty kind that gave you the really, really nasty burps. You know those real, real hard ass pills. And of course, there was one that was like an oil type pill, and that thing busted quick. And you got that taste. I can taste it now. So that was the that was stage one, and yes. Yes, my dad had the sticker on his car, and I fucking hated it. Lose weight now, ask me how. Oh, I fucking hate Herbalife so much. Now, I have lost weight. Yes, thank you, Braddy Kid. I appreciate that, my Ozempic. But stage two then was dad would find crazy, wacky diets for me to try. My favorite as I put that word in quotation marks, was the grapefruit diet. Oh, you don't know what the grapefruit diet is? Well, let me tell you. And and as a 12, 13, or 14-year-old, this diet sucks. As any age human being. Um, before every meal, you are to either eat a half a grapefruit or drink pure grapefruit juice. Because something in the enzymes and the the vitamin C will break down all the food quickly for you. I will never, ever forget one of the first days of walking into school with the lunch my dad prepared. I didn't look at it because I had a cool lunchbox. So it was in there. I was like, okay, kick ass. Put it in the, you know, put it in your hot ass locker. Hopefully nothing needs to be refrigerated. (laughs) Let it sit there for about four hours. Got out, got my lunchbox, went to the lunch cafeteria, sat down, opened my Dukes of Hazard lunchbox. That's where I was greeted with a can. That's right, one of these small cans, one of those old like bar mixing cans of grapefruit juice. 
the pull tab was a sticker. So you, you, you take that off and you down the grapefruit. Now, I'm drinking grapefruit juice at a, at, at a, a junior high lunch table. You want to know how many looks I'm getting? A whole lot. And then I pull out the pièce de résistance. Oh, oh, my my dessert. That my dessert was uh, th- this was my lunch. Literally, my lunch was grapefruit juice, uh, the main course, and then my my dessert, the snack, which was one of them old green ass. It was in the green container, the old granola bars. I'd either get green or orange. Orange was a peanut butter, and I liked that one. That one was good. The green was just regular old granola bar. You know, the shit that, that the tooth breakers. Did I not like the taste of it? I'm a fucking teenager. It's drinking grapefruit juice. Of course I didn't like it. It's grapefruit juice. And then, and then the main the main course was a sandwich. Well, it was a sandwich minus the bread. It was a peanut butter and bologna sandwich. My dad took a piece of bologna. He put fucking peanut butter on the inside of it and folded it. And he gave me two of them. Nature Valley, that's the shit. Your former co-host certainly hasn't looked up any diet. She looks like she ought to be (laughs) ropes attached, being guided along Macy's Thanksgiving parade for... (laughs) No shit. Well, and she's gotten rough, too. That bitch could trick-or-treat over the phone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's such a good put-down. That bitch is so ugly, she could trick-or-treat over the phone. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the looks when I pulled out the peanut butter and bologna concoction. Needless to say, that was the last time Dad made my lunch. And then, I'll say this, though. My mom... You know, I, I know I don't talk a lot about my mom on here. Uh, my, my, I, I didn't, my mom just got me. And I, it, she wasn't like, she was a major influence on me. She she taught me a lot. But I don't, I, I miss her. I, I miss both my moms. I miss my grandma. Yesterday I put a nice little thing up. But my mom used to make my lunches when I worked at Dr. Pepper. My mom, and she had one of them fucking like, it was before there were such things as paninis. They called it the sandwich maker. Man, she would fucking make sandwiches that had melted cream cheese in there and salami and all kinds of shit. Her lunches were phenomenal. Dad's lunches sucked. Sorry, Dad. The only pickup line that works on her is a forklift. <laughs> Sorry, your former co-host looks like Jabba the Hutt. Oh, she is. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so they're going to be putting bugs in your food soon. Get ready for that. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. God, I love being an American. All right, last story, and then we'll take a quick break. Um, Well, not a quick break because we got 80s music, and I ain't missing the 80s music today. Uh, Governor Newsom, or Newsom, scumbag. Last week after telling people, uh, sorry, uh, the reparations are more than just a money grab, meaning ain't nobody getting $1.8 million in that state. He did, though, announce. He did announce that um, California was supposed to only have a $22 billion budget deficit. 
well, it wasn't supposed to. You're not supposed to have a, a deficit. And it was just last year he was bragging about how they were making money in California, how great it was. Well, the problem is that it's not $22 billion budget deficit. No, no, it's a $32 billion. The California state budget is $306 billion, and it is the largest in the nation. And I know before anybody... Surprise, surprise, surprise. Think you're going to be getting reparations anytime soon? Don't live in California. 775 357 fans is the number. Arnie Radio 1 at email or gmail.com. Oh, wait, I got to delete this. Yeah. Uh, or you can write me on Mixer or, you know, you can write the show. We got to do Lister Mail this week. Brought to you by our friends over at JS Floors. Uh, let 80s week begin with a, a tribute to my ma. Mom, I didn't say ma, mom. Uh, This was her favorite song when I would take her to work. Uh, When she worked at Dr. Pepper, she loved this song, and this is an 80s classic from an 80s superstar in country music. I looked over at my pillow But your face wasn't there And I don't smell the perfume you used to wear And I don't see your blouse or jeans Or your pretty white cotton And I've looked all over hell But heaven can't be found I looked on the bedside table But your jewelry was all gone And I just Every time I look at the phone I look in our dressing mirror And I saw myself break down Oh, I've looked all over hell But heaven can't be found Don't overhill, but heaven can't be found. 
me With 1982 I need to make apologies For what I didn't do I sure do need to tell her That I thought the whole thing through And now it's clear that she is what I should have held on to They say hindsight's 20-20 But I'm nearly going blind From staring at her photograph And wishing she was mine It's that same old lost love story It's sad, but it's true There was a time when she was mine in 1982 Postman, can you sell me a special kind of stamp? One to send a letter from this crazy lonely man Back into the wasted years of my living past I need to tell her now I know how long my love will last They say hindsight's 2020, but I'm nearly going blind from staring at her photograph and wishing she was mine. It's that same old lost love story. It's sad, but it's true. There was a time when she was mine. Losing my mind going back in time to 
Ah, welcome back to the big show here on a, yes, I know, it's shitty, it's Monday. But hey, at least you got Monday Night Raw to watch tonight, right? You got that going for you. Little 80s throwback this week, those three songs, Hank Jr., Randy Travis, and my all-time favorite Dwight Yoakam song, A Long White Cadillac. Oh, babies of the 80s. Mm-mm-mm. All week long, and it stemmed from that conversation we had last week about music. And I am very partial to the 80s. I, I love 80s music. Um, I, I think it was the greatest era of, of easily of my lifetime. Um, but we're going to play 80s music all week, and that means everything. We're going we're gonna to play 80s metal. We're going to play 80s rap. We're going to play 80s pop, rock, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Adam J. He says, Buenos dias, ass and e family. Good morning to you. Uh, you're out, says, ah, when country used to be country. Love my Dwight. Hopefully I'll get to see him on Friday. I'm holding out for a hero to snag me a free ticket. Nice. Uh, long white Cadillac, it just means you're ripping off the honky-tonk man. Christopher says, you know, Arnie, something I've learned about American country music. It has kind of a timeless sound. At least the good stuff does. few exceptions. Like uh, the old Hank Williams stuff, my favorite, has a different sound to it, and it feels like it's from another era. But if you didn't say these songs were from the 80s, there's no way I could have guessed what decade they were from. Now, I will say this. There is a way you can tell now, and it's mainly the the garbage shit. This is stuff that wins awards today for some odd reason. Uh, This song right here. The past is out of sight and out of mind. Swore I'd change, now I'm back chasing these white lines I'm just a long-haired son of a sinner See, see that, that, that's just garbage. You see, you see how it's overproduced? See how all that EQ is in there? That's today's music. Now, now I hate, I hate to put him up against such a legend. But if you want to know what country music's about, country music's about two things. You want good country music, it consists of two, it has two things in there. And let's see, um, uh, let, is this one it? No, that ain't it. Now, it, I always think country music consists of three things. It had, to be a real country song, you got to have a story. Okay, now some songs fall short of that, and they do have stories, but they ain't any good stories. Secondly, you got to have one of these two instruments in there, and these two are, are paramount, either the steel guitar or the fiddle. It, 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 any, it has to have that. I mean, I mean, honestly. I mean, it... it, it <laughs> Hold on a second here. I, I, I'll tell you how important the fiddle is. This one right here. If you're going to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the band. It's so that- important that the super group of the 80s, 
And I, I'm not the world's biggest Alabama fan, but I can't argue with their success and their hit after hit after hit. They even wrote a song about it. And what's the, what are the two instruments you don't hear in modern country music? The steel guitar and the fiddle, unless it's by George Strait. I could talk music all day, 60s, 70s, 80s, all 90s. Hey, fuck off, that's a good song. No, anything by Jelly Roll, the words good song can't be around it. I'm sorry, Fred. Blues, punk, pop, hit country, hip-hop, R&B, heavy metal, I love it all as, as long as it's before 2000. You got me listening to the Turnpike Troubadours, which I'm really digging. My wife turned me on to hippies and cowboys last night. First time I've heard them, and I kind of like it. I, I do like I, I do like the Turnpike Troubadours a lot. Yes, and I do know they're from Oklahoma. Before Rise jumps in again. Uh, uh, Chris, uh, Christopher is probably because of the gear they use and the tone. Quite often musicians chase vintage sound and tones, and country exemplifies that. They all use acoustic guitars, Fender Telecasters, that twang defines country. That's why it's hard to pin down a decade. Yep. Uh, Post Malone. Post Malone is garbage. Uh, without a fiddle, the devil would have never ta- would have taken over Georgia. Amen to that. And here I thought it was Mama trains, trucks, prison, or getting drunk. Well, that that's the true test. I mean, that right there. That that line alone. See, see, that's a story. See, this is what I'm talking about when I talk about stories. And we talk about the greatest country song of all time. Whoop, hold on a second here. Yes, hello. Um, since we're talking about country music, I thought you'd be so excited to hear it's been confirmed because, you know, I'm a Swifty, and that Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran are going to do a country album together. You're welcome. Well, thank you for that. The world has ended. If you couldn't understand that, Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran are doing a country album. And it makes me long for days like this. But it was all. But see, you never. Re- well, a friend of mine named Steve Goodman wrote, wrote that, that song, song, and he told he me he told me it was the perfect country see, western song. I wrote him back a letter, and see, I told him this it is was one not verse, the and it's, and it's a whole story. He hadn't said anything at all. all right, ready? About mama. We all ready? We all know the words. We're all gonna sing it together here. Now come on. Or getting drunk. Well, he sat down and wrote another verse to this song, and he sent it to me. And after reading it, I realized that my friend had written the perfect country and western song, and I felt obliged to include it on this album. The last verse goes like this here. All right, here we go. I was drunk the day my mom got out of prison. And I went to pick her up in the rain. But before I could get to the station in my pickup truck. What happened, David? She got robbed over by a damned old train. Story. You see, that's a story. No, Taylor, oh, my God, next thing you're going to do is say Adele is making go- God damn it. Damn it to hell. You damn people with that. Hello. Yes, hello. How are you? It's me. Yeah, I know. 
I was wondering uh, no, if no, after no. all these years you'd like no, to No, I don't want to meet you. Thank you, though. <sighs> now on with the rest of the show. My two cents on country music today. <laughs> I can't do this story with a straight face. Please, please, Mr. 305 is better. <laughs> Pitbull. I would say in concert, absolutely. Um, a disc pro golfer. I can't even say those words with a straight face. Was pushed into the spotlight over the weekend after Natalie Ryan, a transgender female competitor, saw her chances of possibly winning a California tournament disappear due to an appeal of a court ruling. So this is a man who thinks he's a woman who does disc golf. Aren't all men that play disc golf thinking they're women? I mean, seriously. Disc golfers? Uh, they make H-E-L-L-A money. Uh, so, you know, so do hookers. There is not, I will never, ever defend disc golfers, ever. They, they, and, and by the way, I'm, I, the way I'm being defensive now for them is calling them disc golfers when we all want to call them what they are, and that's frolfers. They're frolfers. It's fun. So is shoplifting. I grew up with Mexican country music. It also has timeless quality. At least the good stuff does. It's funny that it never occurred to me that American country could be as good. But thanks to the ass, now I know American country is fucking awesome. There you go. I, and, and you know what? The Tejano stuff that I hear, I don't know the words, but there is so much joy and energy in that music. You can't help but like it. I mean, honestly, the first time I played George Strait's El Rey, I, I, I did it kind of on, I, I ain't going to lie, I played it on a goof, but I love this song. Boy, and there ain't nothing like being at a stoplight with your windows down and this blaring. And me driving. Yo sé bien que estoy afuera. That shit gets you looks right there. So, so they, they kicked this tranny out of the, the frolfing tournament because she's a man. By the way, men can throw Frisbees further than women. It's science, people. Remember, follow the science. I swear to God. Now it's invaded the frolfing world. Who said it? Sanchez family said, fag. I have driven by froth courses and yelled that out the window. Uh, I, 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 and yes, I'm proud of that. Yes, because I have lots of underlying issues. So before anybody tries to, you know, psychologically evaluate me, yes, I, I have lots of shortcomings that I'm making up for that I take out on other people. You see, by me knowing that, that really fucking hurts you. I can't believe George can sing Spanish really well. He sounds Mexican. Well, I mean, he does own a farm and a ranch. He does employ a lot of them people, and he loves Mexico. 
Um, a lesbian fights claims that lesbians are non-men attracted to non-men. This goes along with a text I received this weekend um, from, from a listener of this show. I'm not going to out who it was, but it's a female. She said, don't ask me how I got on this Google research topic, but I'm reading several articles about pregnancy, and they all say the same thing like, for every person who can become pregnant, people who can become pregnant, etc. And I'm losing my fucking marbles over it. People and persons that get pregnant are women. But they will not say that because of this ongoing war against women. Lesbians are women who love women. You're not, I, I'm not going to categorize you as a non-man loving another non-man. Can, can I ask? What happened to where we don't like women anymore? I think that's a fair question to ask. Why don't we like women anymore? We've undefined what they are. We're allowing men to win Women of the Year awards. And I'm talking about men that haven't had bottom surgeries. I'm talking about men that have penises and balls are winning competitions that are meant for women. So... When did, when did we stop revering women? Sanchez family says, I love Cooter. <laughs> they can't even label themselves right. No, see, this is a lesbian who's fighting for the, the, the ability to still be called a woman. And by the way, hey, you lesbian gals out there, you guys are all gals. Yeah, you might be a little butchy. I don't care. You got a fucking flat top haircut. You work as a fucking longshoreman. You drive a Subaru. You love softball. You're still a woman. And you might be a very, very strong woman. You, you aren't going to be stronger than any men. Well, I, I, any men longshoremen, I'm sure they're still going to do that. But hey, you're still a woman. You're still a gal. And you always will be. Okay? All right, pumpkin. And by the way, by the way, I got a bone to pick. I got a bone to pick real quick. Real, real fast. You know this transgender that's caused the biggest monkey wrench in America history? This Dylan Mulvaney. The whole Bud Light thing. Nike, Maybelline, all these people that are paying this man to pretend to be an underage woman. Every single time she's photographed with somebody of any kind of wannabe stature, like Chelsea, she, she did Chelsea Handler's podcast a couple weeks ago. Why Chelsea Handler has a podcast and people listen to it, I don't know. But that bitch wears the same, not, not Chelsea Handler, the, the Dylan Mulvaney. That, that, that twig wears the exact same Burberry outfit everywhere they go. Now, 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 now hear me out. If you're Dylan Mulvaney and you got all these people that are catering to you, wouldn't you get a couple outfits at least from Burberry? I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You, you, you're trying to look like MJF a little bit too much. See, he always comes down to the ring with his Burberry scarf on. Okay, that, that, that's a gimmick. 
That's pro wrestling there. See, you wearing the same thing over and over and over again, that proves you're not a woman. You know why? Because women are stylish. Bam, that shit just happened. And why Burberry would ever give you anything, I don't even know. I bet you it's knockoff. That, that shit's Furberry. It's the left's last attempt to destroy the nuclear family structure. Biggest threat to them is a solid Christian family. Oh, man, oh, man. Are the correct mundos running out today? Correct mundo. If you don't believe that, look at the African-American community. Just look at it. The nuclear family is a father, a mother, and children. Up until, what was it, the 50s or 60s, maybe the 70s, what did we see? We saw strong. You, you didn't see gangs running amok. You didn't. You you didn't see all this craziness in the inner cities that you see now. You know why? Because Daddy was there. And I'm not saying Mama can't do the job. I know that there are plenty of strong single mothers out there, and I respect you un, uh, as long as the day is. I do. But there are a lot of bad single moms out there. And what happened is we made it to where we would pay them to have all these children, pretty much, and not have a daddy in place. That was the start of the firing of the nuclear family. Of course, we're going to try it with the African-Americans first, because look what we did with them with sickle cell. Look what we did with them with crack. Sadly, they were the test dummies. And I don't mean it as they're dummies, but that's what they were. By the way, Pete Booty Gig wants to spend $20 billion on female crash test dummies. I saw a great meme. Why can't they just get male ones and the male ones say they're female? But I agree, Ken Dog, completely with that. That having a strong family in place is a threat. Because then you don't need the government to take care of you. You don't need daddy, that you, daddy being the government, giving you a check each and every month. And saying that lesbians are non-men attractive, that's about the worst thing you can say. Look, I told a joke today. One of my jokes today is this. And I, I, I cleaned it. V. Coop sent it, but I, I, I made a celebrity. What's the, what's the, or what do a congressman a congressman and Ellen DeGeneres have in common? Neither one do dick. Now, that's just a joke. But Ellen DeGeneres is a woman. She always will be a woman. And she happens to like other women. Now, now, us guys in man world, we will have very derogatory things to say about men who love other men, especially those men that are on the bottoms. But those are still men. As much as we want to run them down and call them other names, they're still men. Barely, but they're men. They got the right plumbing for it, and they'll always be that way. So you're saying even Secretary Booty Gig knows that women and men are physically different. If he was willing to spend $20 billion, or it might be $20 million on female crash test dummies, literally, these are things that are going to be destroyed in a car accident because they're testing the safety. Why don't you just buy a different sized ones? You, have a, you can have a small, medium, and large. The large will be the man, the medium will be the woman, the small will be the child. There you go. Ta-da. I fixed it. 
I don't need a crash test dummy that has tits. I already know what's going to happen to those. Idiots. I swear to God, we're getting stupider every damn day, people. Here you go. Here's a prime example of our stupidity at work. This fucking moron. You know, I got to say that I, 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 I like these kids at Popeye's for what they did. So a trans person who has a mask on walks in and is upset because the employee accidentally called them sir. Every single day, you guys, and this is why I complain about all the time. Look, what's what's his name? What's your name? My name Alex? Is Tommy. Yeah, your name's Alex, and I'm going to be talking to your manager. This guy called me sir. I How do you get this time? every f- yet. Everywhere I go, I get called sir. I'm so f- her. Why would you call a chick? Big ass t- you don't Why have would you call? No, stop trying to gaslight trans people and tell us that we're crazy. You're nuts. Wait, what? Did you call me sir again? What was that? You said goodnight, sir? Oh, this is did, transphobic harassment. Oh, You're a f- bigot. Oh, my All right, Alex, you know what? I, I can't wait to just... It's a slur. Do you not understand? If you, it's like if you call the person that color the N-word. Don't What? Whoa. Whoa, I haven't seen that far into it. Calling a transgender sir who's hiding their face, who has a deep voice. Yeah, he might be dressed like a woman, but you don't know. So he called him sir. By the way, kudos to that kid for you still using sir and ma'am. And you're saying that you being called sir is the equivalent of a black person being called the N-word. Well, let's just go ahead and say... Let's continue this fiasco. Get on the way out. I don't care. I, but I, never I have the right to be pissed about it. No, no, you don't. You don't have the right. You did, you liar. Can you show these people need to be held accountable for how they treat trans people? And I'm not going to put up with this shit anymore. You're crazy, bro. You're. <laughs> don't call me, bro. Stop <laughs> throwing slurs at me, you piece of. Can I no, you. I don't need your sis. I don't need your, bro. You don't even know me. Don't call me sir. This is this is transphobia. Right here at the top. Yeah, you know you heard the last one. Sanchez family says throat punch. I would have emptied the hot grease on this person. Yeah, yeah. Stop calling me slur. So immediately start using slurs. Yeah. Says, sir, and the N-word, I'd say one is worse than the other. You're crazy, bro. That's fucking awesome. Triggered. Um, that's the world we live in right now. That, 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 that's our world. That right there is, is why. And, and, and watch, it was a Popeye's. I'm sure there's going to be a class action suit that will hopefully get laughed out of court. But I'm, I'm sure it won't because, you know, the big corporation, they'll probably settle out of court, and this fucking idiot will probably get thousands of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, because somebody mislabeled them, and we live in a world where a court can't go, fuck you, get out. He called you, sir. Big fucking whoop. And by the way, you don't have the right to be pissed off. Please, ogre, 
Ogre, you're 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 my uh, you you know how I have uh, Stackar as my official Indian listener, and and Mage is our official representation or representative of, of the Pacific Rim, if you will. I, I I mean, for Christ's sake, I mean, we all know that you know his favorite song is from Time Life Music comes a one of a kind Rat Pack collection, their most bigoted songs, all your favorite once acceptable hits like Dean Martin singing Chinaman's Chance. And Mr. Chinaman say it is Chinaman way, a ding a ling a ching a chong a ching a chong choo. Ogre, you're my you're my his, history guy. You are my my Constitution guy. Can you please tell me in the Constitution where it says you have the right to be pissed off? That was the quote. I have the right to be pissed off. Please. Let me know where that is. Chaz says, whatever happened to being just a gay man? Popeyes will have to have mandatory sensitivity training. There would have been a lot of laughing and a dude word thrown out there. Mage is laughing. Oh, Chaz, being gay is so boring and commonplace that it doesn't draw the kind of attention that trans people want. Thank you. That's all this is. Look, man, did, were, were, were you not picked for the school play? It, it's because you were bad at it. See, I, I can do, I have, I, I think I've been touched with a gift. Okay. I can tell a lot about a person by how they grew up. Okay? I found an out an interesting fact about a friend of mine. And I think I kind of shared this with y'all. Maybe I didn't. Um, I have a very good friend who grew up in Texas. We'll call him Mark. Um, Mark grew up in uh, the, the, the heart of Texas near Friday Night Lights country. And if you see Mark today, you see he's kind of mealy. You, you, you would never, ever pick him if you ever got into a, a squabble. And the reason being is when he grew up, and see, the one thing about being a Texan is the first thing that we're most proud of is the fact that we're from Texas. That, that, that's our biggest, that's our claim to fame. We're Texans. All you got to do is either know me or know another Texan that's kind of like me, and you know I'm telling the truth. We are proud to be from Texas. A lot of people don't understand it, never will. Why? Because you're not from here. Well, my friend Mark has never, ever really talked about being from Texas. And I always wondered about that until I found out a little history about it. Now, now Mark grew up. He's a, a few years older than me. Like He's about six years older than me. And when he grew up... Um, he was a big, big, super-duper Star Wars fan. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, but unless you're that guy who knows exactly what the, the number was in the trash compactor, and I think Mark does know that. Remember that in the trash compactor scene in the original Star Wars? There's a, there's a number in there. He knew that. And then, see, and, and, and in that part of Texas being like that, it's not good. Because that right there is that's football and beer drinking country. And I, I would imagine it was pretty tough. <laughs> you mean 3863827? If that's the number, yes. 
Then I found out that when Mark went to high school, Mark's big claim to fame was that he was a ventriloquist. Now, (laughs) I'm going to say there's two things in the state of Texas you can't be in 1988. And yes, I won Star Wars Trivial Pursuit in two turns. I believe it. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm talking about is when you're growing up, if you grow up in the state of Texas, in football country and beer country and oil country, and you're a ventriloquist, yeah, you're going to get the shit beat out of you. The only other thing that, that's equally as dorky is playing with a yo-yo. Ain't nothing wrong with being a Star Wars fan. I'm, I'm not. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. Is Sheldon Cooper based off this guy? No, because this guy isn't that smart. That's a, that, but 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 that's the example right there. And that's why he never claims Texas. And and to me, it's very very funny. And it's these people that 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 you, you I can tell a lot about people and. I, I can tell how they, they grew up and, and if they were picked on or not. And this is why they have this hard shell or they're assholes later in life is because they were picked on. And, look, I, I'm not going to knock this person's work ethic and their, their hustle because it is second to none, and that's why they're in the position that they are. And they do uh, wield some power, and they like to wield that power. You were a nerd in high school. And you got beat up, and the hot girl didn't want to go out with you, and all of a sudden you make a name for yourself, and you got money. Well, all of a sudden you turn into that guy you hated. I've seen it happen. I got like a PhD in this shit. And I will tell you this right now. I see that happening here so, so much. Now, uh, last two stories here in this say Well, last three stories, because I promised. Uh a Mother's Day story. Uh, last story I'll do. Um, oh, wait. No, I got to do that other one, too. Well, I actually can wait till that one tomorrow. Um, but Sheldon Cooper was crazy and smart, but he always was proud of being a Texan. That is kind of true. I will say that. Um, Sarah Ransom. Nice name. Sarah Ransom is one of Jeffrey Epstein's many, many victims and says that she is going to publish videos of the VIPs who sexually harassed underage children. Well. Giggity, giggity, giggity. Oof. I got I to say, I am ready for this. I am so ready for the Epstein list to come out. Um, what does she say? Uh, Epstein victim Sarah Ransom vows to release videotape identifying VIP elites who assaulted children. Uh, the footage will haunt me for the rest of my life, she says, that she also has various stash copies of the video. One of the victims of uh, Epstein alleged that she's not only saw the sex tapes of his wealthy friends, but also made copies of them. Um... Man, oh, man. So, yeah, she'll be suicided next week. I, I Look, I want this to come out. I really, really do. I, I think the American people deserve for this to come out because we should know, especially if there are people that are, I don't know, elected officials. I think we should know. 
Uh, news headline from tomorrow, Sarah Ransom found hangs with two gunshots in the back of her head ruled a suicide. Some of the uber dorks that I went to high school with are multimillionaires now. That's why I was always nice to them. I have a, uh, I will tell you this. There, are, uh, There's one guy I'm still looking for, a guy named Kevin Baker. If I can ever find Kevin Baker, I will gladly apologize to him. But I, I have made some amends to people that I was very, very mean to in high school. Uh, one guy in particular, Jim Bishop, who uh, I was a dick. I, 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 I ain't going to lie. I didn't get this award-winning personality from being a nice guy all the time. I didn't learn insults like she's so ugly she could trick-or-treat over the phone by being a nice guy. I'm nor proud of it or not not proud of it. It's just who I was. Sorry. It was a hard shell that I put on to protect me from being called fat. And I reached out to Jim a few years ago, and I said, hey, I want to apologize. I was a real dick to you in high school. And if you don't accept this apology, I understand. Uh, I just want to know that I'm making my amends to you for this. Never did anything to him drunk, so this was just a personal amends. And he reached out to me like two minutes later and said, hey, man, we were in high school. I've forgiven you a long time ago. Went into some kind of Bible shit and, and, and said, we're all good. And we're friends to this day. He and I chat online every once in a while. I haven't seen him since I moved back because we weren't that good of friends, obviously, because I was a dick. But that was just me being, these, these girls will never, ever get that back. These girls that were assaulted at Epstein Island, did you ever apologize? No. No. What, the, the eye thing? No. No, Phil, Phil took that in stride. <laughs> Say, boy, what you looking at, me or him? I still love, Phil and I are still friends to this day. We've talked a few times since I've been back. But, yeah, Phil finds it, Phil kind of finds it funny now, but back then he didn't. But it was fucking hysterical. These girls, there's no apologizing to them. There's no going back and saying, hey, sorry I raped you when you were 14. Let's all brush that under the rug. I just shake my head. The other story I have is it, I wanted, uh, you know what? No, I'm not going to. I'll save that one. Now, I didn't do this story before Mother's Day, and I'm sorry. I apologize. I meant to do this. Um, the, the, the best mops available in 2023, in case, in case anybody's last-minute shopping for mom, the top-rated mop of 2023 is the Bissell Spinwave Cordless Hardwood Floor Spin Mop. It's $154. Um, has a spinning system that ensures that all debris and dirt is picked up. The one, the one drawback they say the charging cord could be longer. Now, now it, that that one costs the, the number one one costs one fifty four. The number two mop, the Shark Hydrovac three in one cleaner, three hundred and sixty dollars. Extremely lightweight design. But it's not the best for tar- textured carpets. So there you go. Stay away from that one. Then you got the Swiffer Hardwood Jet, in, in case you're poor. That's 28 bucks. We all know what a Swiffer is. Now, now, if, if you really, like, like let, let's say, I don't know, you wronged mom somehow. And, and oh, oh, Christopher, it's about to get crazy here. It's about to get real crazy. No, nah, the Bissell Crosswave is the shit. Okay, 
the uh, Roborock S7 Robot Vacuum and Sonic Mop was originally $950, but now it's on sale for the low, low price of $700. So this is just a robot that mops whenever it feels like. We got another Bissell Crosswave Hydro Steam Plus Wet Dry Vac, 300 bucks. So there you go. So in case anybody's late for Mother's Day gifts, those are the best mops for mom. Buy the mop and tell mom it's for Greek Orthodox Mother's Day. Those fools do their holidays a week or two after the rest of Christendom. Uh, the bucket, scrub, brush, and knee pads don't require a cord. Kamala has her own line of mops and knee pads, if you know what I mean. Sounds like a great birthday gift. Yeah, it does sound like that, doesn't it? All right, 775-357-FANS. The 80s week continues, and it doesn't get much more 80s than this right here.
Like them after their recent albums have just sucked. But like the Beatles fans hold the, the White Album in such prestige, I hold the Joshua Tree in that same prestige. To me, the Joshua Tree is one of the greatest albums of all time. Any genre. You can disagree with me if you'd like. It's an album I would take on a deserted island. If, if somehow the, the song One magically appeared on that album, it'd be even better. Because I think that was like U2's last great song was One. But the Joshua Tree, yeah, and Frankie Goes to Hollywood I played. And of course, you have to start an 80s week with the Go-Go's. Now, 80s week is going to continue all week. Nothing but 80s songs all week, I promise. And and you only had you only had to hear one U2 song. So there you go. Now, I was all ready. I was all ready to do this wonderful segment about Britney Spears, and there's a documentary on Fox tonight. It's hosted by TMZ, which I'll get to in a minute. But before I could even get to that, I have this piece of news. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying <laughs> news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Ken Dog, I hope you don't. Look, look I'm not going to play any more YouTube. I, I understand that you're not a fan, and, and I appreciate that. I might not be a fan of all your genres. That's fine. We all have different tastes. But in my opinion, Joshua Tree up there. <sighs> you better save those throwing up emojis for this story right here. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I bring you no pleasure in this. My, my, my body was starting to feel all tingly thinking about Britney Spears' story, and then that went away as soon as I saw this headline. Martha Stewart, 81 years old, becomes the oldest woman ever to land on the Sports Illustrated swimsuit calendar. Oh, let me let me pause the vomiting real quick. Wowing, that's their word, not mine, in a very low-cut white bathing suit. Continue. Now, come on. Who who in their right minds wants to see Martha Stewart on the cover of a swimsuit magazine? Nobody. Nobody wants to see her nipples getting hard down by her knees. Nobody. Okay, uh, now I see the picture, and she's totally covered up, and there's a lot of touch-up and filters, so she looks fine. No, she doesn't. She's 81, and she does not belong on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Calendar. Do you, do you, do you not know what the... Look, look, ladies, 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 let me tell you a little secret. 
I hope she shaved her bikini region for it. Oh, God, they had to take a fucking Toro to that. <laughs> you got that fucking weed eater bend over sideways, cutting that shit. Ladies, I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. <clears throat> when young men start to develop and they start to feel those not-so-new feelings, you know, those tingling in regions... Boys need to do something about it. And a lot of time, boys are visual creatures, so they need something to do the old hoopty-doopty to themselves. You know, a, a, a little bit of self... Giggity, giggity, giggity. Now, now I, I've told you on the show that I have used my mother's Cosmos in the past. Not, not recently. This is back when I was a kid. Young boys would wait. See, this is before the Internet, so th- this isn't a thing anymore. But I'm thinking of my childhood, and I try to protect my childhood. We look forward to the swimsuit edition coming out. Why? Because we might get a cold picture of a, a hard nipple. It might have been cold that day. And we get Kathy Ireland in a bikini, and her nipples are hard. You see, we get somebody who's hot. This, this new trend that Sports Illustrated has done has not done anything to go against the Internet. Okay. This used to be this used to be spank material. Like it, this was the once a year we look forward to as young boys. Do you know why I subscribed to Sports Illustrated? Not for the articles. I hated that fucking magazine. I got it because of the swimsuit issue. Jennifer Lopez in her fifties looks phenomenal. Not sure what she had done, but she takes care of herself. Fish Dick says, who would you rather see, uh, Martha or Adele? God damn you. Hello, it's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. Ogre says, oh, Mr. Fucking Fancy Pants with a Cosmo. White privilege level 10. I had to grow up with my mom, grandma's Sears catalog. Hey, Ogre, when I was at grandma's house, what do you think made the rotation? Come on now. I ain't buying the magazine, so I don't care. Now, if they put Clint Eastwood on the cover of People's Sexiest Man Alive, I'm going to have a problem, so I get it. He's way too old. Now, Clint Eastwood 50 years ago, I'd be okay with, but not now. Exactly. See, you get it. Once again. Once again. See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't get it. You're out gets it. I don't know why anybody else doesn't. Be honest, we also got SI for that free football phone that worked for like 10 minutes. My my mom asked me when I was a teenager what magazine I would like to order, Sports Illustrated, but I did it for the sports. Yeah, that magazine for sports is shit. So there you go. There's your there's there's your nightmare fuel. Where where the hell is that drop? Does that drop in here? Where, where is it newest? The hideousness of that will haunt my dreams forever. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm seeing the picture right now. Oh, I didn't want to see the picture. Oh, yeah, they brushed her up and all that kind of stuff, but she got a gut. Her gut is resting on her thighs. Come on. Nobody wants to see that Sports Illustrated. You know who I, I want to see Britney Spears on look Britney's got there's there's a Britney Spears is losing her mind. We we all we all know that's true. 
We all know that we're watching it happen. If you're on social media and you follow her and her almost nudes she posts each and every day, which I encourage her to do, she's losing her mind. Now, TMZ has a documentary tonight on Fox TV about it. First of all, I've stopped watching TMZ because TMZ is the most bleeding heart fucking show on TV. Last week I had it on. Flipping around channels, I stopped because Judge Judy's fixing to play, and I like when she talks down to people. See, I don't think Judge Judy and I would get along because we're too alike, and we would just, it'd be a constant battle between her and I of putting each other down. So I respect her. So I'm watching TMZ, and they're going over this story. If you didn't hear this story uh, last week, I didn't make a big deal about it, because, but I guess it is. Bob Huggins, the coach of the West Virginia Mountaineers basketball team, was talking about Xavier University, which is a Catholic school. And they were talking about how they had a trans night at one of the games, and Bob Huggins was just making fun of it. He's saying, well, they were throwing dildos on the court. And they were. They were throwing fake dicks on the court, doing all this, and he called them trannies. It was tranny night, and he said something. And the guys on uh, Harvey Levin, who should never, ever talk sports, is along with the black guy who's got the dreadlocks. Oh, there's no room for this in the world. We're talking the college basketball world in, in West Virginia. You don't think there's a place for this? Just shut your fucking mouth. Don't talk sports. Talk about your celebrities. Talk about your gossip. Stay the fuck out of sports. We don't need you. Harvey Levin, I, I, I respect what you've built with TMZ and, and those quote-unquote journalists you have. As I think you guys just heard me roll my eyes. Stay out of sports. Just stay. Stay out. Okay? Do this Britney Spears thing. Now, they're saying that she wants to return to music, but she doesn't want to do a residency and she doesn't want to do concerts. Now, I'm not sure how that works. But there's also news on the forefront that Britney's marriage is in deep, deep, deep trouble. Now, saying that, I have to play this. Okay. Britney Spears and Sam Ashgary's marriage is in deep trouble. The singer, 41, and model, 29... Um, have been married for uh, over a year, or almost a year. Brittany has allegedly gotten physical with Sam as marital tensions have boiled over. There are reports that they've had frequent screaming matches with security to step in at times. Sam rarely stays at their home together anymore. Representatives for Sam and Brittany have been contacted, but nobody's talking. going to tell you this right now. Let, let, let's all gather close real quick. Okay. Britney Spears is a fucking hot mess. Okay. Britney Spears is fucking, she, she's fucked up. Okay. They're talking about a conservatorship for her again because she's lost her mind. I get it, man. I, look, look, we have crazy people in society. She's an artist that's lost it. She needs to, look, as much as I enjoy her social media posts, especially when she's almost flashing nipples, she needs to get off social media. She needs to get into a place where she's just quiet, left alone, doesn't have the attention, 
and takes time to, to heal herself, if that can be done. For what her daddy and her mama did to her, mm-mm-mm. Not to mention her sister stabbing her in the back. Now, now, by the way, this isn't like the loss of a major icon. It's Britney Spears. Now, Britney was great. And she was fun. She's no great singer. It, 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 this ain't like, you know, like, like when Freddie Mercury died. But anybody who's thinking that, that Britney Spears going on tour is a good idea, boy, I want to go to one of her shows. Just to see what she would do on stage. And you'd have to go to the first show of the series, of, of the whole tour. You'd have to go to the first uh, fucking one. Because it, it's over after night one. She's going to lose it on stage. I predict Britney Spears peeing on her fans. That's what I see happening. Now, there are a lot of people that would be like, yeah, sign me up for front row tickets. I, not me, no. I was kind of a late bloomer as far as uh, needing spank, uh, bank material. By the time I needed I was old enough to be able to afford, uh, build my first computer and pay for my own internet. Well, there you go. See, I lived in olden days. I, 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 I was born just after the hieroglyphics, Christopher. That the ancient Egyptians left on the wall of two people boinking. We, we got up to magazines. We didn't have to look at old cave art. I have a guest room for Brittany in my house. She can ignore the handcuffs and bowls of water and food. She needs to start an OnlyFans and make a billion dollars. Oh, she would break everybody's rule. I, I mean, if Britney Spears did an OnlyFans page, she would be richer than Elon Musk. Britney actually did nakedness and not filtered stuff. I'd actually get on OnlyFans just saying, oh, she would make, she would, she, her face would be put on a $20 bill. That's how wealthy she'd be. Great news to report. Christopher, Christopher, I'm talking to you. Christopher is our movie guy. And he does a fucking amazing job. And he and I don't see eye to eye on some movies. Especially one movie franchise in particular. And it's okay. It's okay. Look, look, I like, look, to tell you the truth, I might not have ground to stand on because I enjoyed the Human Centipede trilogy. I'll say it. I enjoyed it. As fucking terrible as those movies were and as awful as they were, I've seen all three. I, and, and by the way, I'm like, I'm like a collector here. Yeah, I, you, there aren't many people that have seen all three. I'm one of those people. Well, Christopher is a big fan. Don't hold this against him. You remember all the good reviews he's done. This week he is excited because the brand new Fast and Furious coming out. Well, here's the news. Vin Diesel has tossed the possibility of a Fast and Furious 12. That's right, part 12. He wants to make three instead of two final movies. By the way, uh, Christopher, I know that you're going to see that probably this weekend. There is a rumor about an Easter egg after the credits. 
I'm not going to tell you what it is because I don't want to ruin it for you. But you might want to stay for after the credits. Just saying. So, yes, Fast, Furious, what is this, 9 or 10 comes out. And there's a possibility that there's going to be at least two more. Did you look at those nasty Nat Geo mags with the naked Africans? The mags from our school would draw in their nipples so you could see it. But the pages were always stuck together. What the fuck? No, I never, I looked, I've seen the, I've seen the titties on National Geographic. Those are just gross. No, I'm not going to ruin it, Christopher. How many more hidden villains from the past yet somehow got rich and powerful and flew completely under the radar and he didn't realize was still alive? Can there be in this franchise? Limitless. Limitless amounts, Ogre. So there you go. There you go. Like I said, not going to ruin it because I, I don't like ruining. Good, I, I ruined that movie, One Ranger. One Ranger, he gets the Irish guy at the end. But he gets the shit beat out of him the entire time. Hated the movie. Hated it. One of the lowest rated movies I've ever seen in my entire life. One ranger. One gigantic turd. That's what it should have been called. Probably not, not, not marketable that way. One giant turd. Okay. Now, I got a dilemma. So Scabby must have had National Geographic subscription after the athletic chick left him. <laughs> um... There was a boxing match, I guess, over the weekend promoted by Manny Pacquiao. A lot of people think he's one of the greatest fighters of all time. They would be wrong, but that's okay. He, he's, he's, he's fought a lot. He is a legend. Now, this young Filipino boxer, and Manny Pacquiao is from the Philippines. He's Filipino as well. Now, why is it? Can, can somebody answer me this? When you spell the word the Philippines, it's spelled with a P-H, but if you talk about Filipinos, it's spelled with an F. At least that's how it's written. Am I missing something there? I'm just asking. So uh, Filipino boxer Kenneth Igano had a match this weekend. Gano was his corner when he collapsed after his eighth-round bout with uh, Jason uh, Fakurin. Now, now he won the fight. That's the thing. The fight, he, which he won by decision, it was only an eight-round fight, and he won by decision. It was part of legend by, uh, Manny Pacquiao's blow-by-blow series in his native Philippines. Um, the fella, he won the fight and then passed out in the corner, and then they put him in a coma. And he died. Now, here's my dilemma. Did he really win the fight? I mean, I mean, I mean think about the guy who lost. I, I, want, I want you to think about this thing. The guy who lost this fight in the judge's eyes killed the guy who won. Are these judges blind? I, 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 I'm just asking. Filipino is in Spanish with an F. Ain't no PH in Spanish as far as I know. Okay. Well, why are they saying it in Spanish? Because Filipinos are not from Spain. Nobody fucking knows, Arnie. I have to go to a stupid fucking Zoom meeting, so I have to get, uh, have a great day from the far, far east coast. <laughs> Thank you, Mage. Have a great day. Right now, now, right? look, I'm not trying to make light of this young man dying. I mean, I am because I don't know him. 
But if you die because of the results of a boxing match, you should lose the fight. Because the Philippines were colonized and ruled by, wait for it. Oh, okay, thank you. See, this is why I have you, Ogre. I didn't know that. I'll never know. Now I do. Now I'll feel smart. It's like a food eating contest. You have to hold down the food for a certain amount of time in order to actually win. Yes! Yes! Correct the mundo! You can't be in your corner waiting for the... I mean, I mean, think about this. Think about it. We've all seen boxing, right? This is the way they do it. In case nobody's knocked out, what happens is they go to the judges, the three judges around ringside, and they gather their scores, and they calculate, and they tally it, and then they have the final scores. And then they bring both fighters to the middle of the ring, and if this is Manny Pacquiao, I'm sure he's trying to produce it big like a Vegas fight. And he has the Filipino Michael Buffer. I don't know what his name would be. Manny Buffer, maybe. I don't know. And he would talk about the millions in attendance and the, 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 the hundreds in attendance and the, the 15 people watching on other programming. And he would read the scores off, like 125 to 118. And then you raise the hand of the winner. But if you're passed out in the corner and they're reading those numbers, I think you got to change the numbers. Like, if you're laying in the corner dying, you lost the fight. The other guy can walk out. He didn't lose the fight. Let's get ready to lumble. <laughs> Rets, get ready, letty. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I mean, I, I saw the story. I'm like, I'm like, oh, boxer dies. I was like, oh, collapsing in the ring. And then I read he won. How can he win? How can that be a W? It can't be a W. Like, if I'm the boxer who lost, I'm, I'm rethinking my career. Be like, dude, I beat a guy to death, and I still lost the fight. I mean, look at this street. Look at this street fight level, right? Okay, let's say you get into a street fight, and the other guy tags you with some really good punches, but you tag him so much that he dies. I, I think you won the fight. Like, if he passes out when the, when you pull him apart, he's done. He you lost. I, I, I'm going to have to call the WBC on this one. WBA, what, what, whatever boxing promotion, I'm going to need to call. I, I, I don't know where, where I don't know who, who sanctioned this fight. Uh, I mean, just if he's passed out in the corner, then he fucking lost to begin with, right? I, I mean, I mean, like I said, I'm not trying to besmirch that much the death of this guy, but it's crazy. Just insanity. Oh, we haven't had one of these stories in a while. Whoa, hello there. Hello there. All right. Delaware, former teacher at middle school. Accused of having a two-month sexual relationship with a student. Well, as they say in all over the world... Giggity, giggity, giggity. Delaware State Police charged former teacher with 20 counts of rape 
two counts of sexual abuse of a child by a person of trust. This is the story of Reed Messer, 42, of South Carolina. Not a bad-looking gal for 42. She throws some makeup on. I imagine she could look all right. State Police Criminal Investigation Unit received a report saying a former teacher at a junior high had sexual relations with a student nearly nine years prior. Investigators led that the alleged relationship started in October of 2014 and lasted two months. But there, there, there's no statute of limitations. I mean, this kid's been telling that story for nine years. Oh, man, nine years ago? I bet you she even looked better. Troopers secured an arrest warrant for her on August, April 26th, resulting in South Carolina police locating the suspect and taking her into custody. Ooh, police said the investigating uh, investigation is ongoing. Tips can also be provided to a Delaware Crime Stoppers at this phone number right here. Um, star six seven eight hundred eight four seven three 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 three. moment okay uh let's see put him on mute right now uh i did not say a delaware god damn it hold on we'll have to do the adele thing here in a second because i don't want that to be playing when they come back i don't still get how a grown woman is attracted to a teenage boy i don't get it either Um, let's, let's do the first part of this. Hello, it's me. Crime Stoppers. Yeah, yeah, hi, is this, uh, Delaware Crime Stoppers? Hello? Uh, we take tips for Delaware. No, for Delaware. moment to respond, please. Yes, ma'am. We take tips for Delaware. Okay, um, there are a lot of unidentified, unclassified documents at Joe Biden's house, and I was wondering if you could send some police over there. No, we don't dispatch. Oh, okay. Thank you so much for doing nothing. There you go. Come on. He's in Delaware. He's breaking the law. Oh. By the way, great news to report if you're planning summer travel. Um, if you're flying United, you might not get there due to the fact that their pilots are picketing and demanding a wage increase as airlines threaten strikes. Pilots at all three big carriers, United, Southwest, and American, are looking to match or beat the deal that Delta Airlines reached with their pilots earlier this year which raised pay by 34% over four years. Holy shit. So there you go. Get ready. I, I, one of my favorite things I ever saw in my entire life, and, and I kid you not, I'm not making this up. This is not hyperbole. 
I laughed about it afterwards, but then I thought about it, and I was terrified. So I, I was taking a flight uh, back to Sacramento. Never forget this. And uh, I, I, I you know, got done flying, and I saw one of the pilots, either it was the, the main pilot or the co-pilot. You know, when you're getting off the plane, you look at him, you say thanks or whatever. Hey, you didn't kill me, you know, something like that. And I walked off the plane. Now, I had somebody picking me up at the airport, so I got off pretty quick. I had a carry-on, didn't have to wait for bags. And as I'm getting downstairs, the pilot or co-pilot, one of the ones that I saw, I saw him leaving the airport. And I got into my car, and, and we're leaving, right? And the pilot's leaving as well. And the pilot has this truck. And it, 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 I, I think it was a Taffer. That's a Ford fucking Ranger, for if you don't speak that. And the truck was beat to literal shit. I mean, there was, there was dents in it. The bumper was missing. And I thought to myself, wait a second. If this guy's driving such a beat-down fucking hoopty, why was he just in charge of my life at 30,000 feet in the air? I remember laughing about it at the time, but the more I thought about it, I was like, holy shit. This guy's car is fucking trashed. Man, oh man, thank God he's a, a decent pilot and there's nothing to bump into up there. Well, except other planes, of course. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine rear-ending another plane? Like, do you have to pull over at the, the, the first airport and exchange insurance? You don't want that shit to get totaled. I'm just talking about a little fender bender. That shit gets totaled. That's going to cost them lots and lots. Oh, California woman, Demetra Bailey, 39 years old, has pled not guilty to two felony DUI charges, as well as resisting arrest after court documents say she was driving drunk in a Taco Bell drive-thru. Now, I got to tell you, you cops out there, you cops are no sportsmen. If you are standing outside of a Taco Bell drive-thru looking to bust drunk drivers, that is literally shooting fish in a barrel. Why do you think Taco Bell is open so late? So drunk people can come through there and get their fucking hammered meals. Now, I'm not saying it's right, but, but come on. Police responded to the Taco Bell after receiving calls that a motorist appeared to be drunk and wouldn't leave the drive-thru. I bet you she was lobster and like, like, I want lobster. You guys have lobster? You're Taco Bell. An officer who arrived activated his emergency lights. Bailey, who has three DUI convictions, is alleged to have put her car in reverse to the exit the drive-thru lane. Instead, her car went over the curb. Then she got stuck on the curb, prompting her to exit the vehicle and lead officers on a short chase on foot. Court records also show that she was driving with a suspended license. Shocking. Um, that's just not right, man. Look, look, you know I support law enforcement to, all day long. But come on, you, you're waiting outside of a Taco Bell drive-thru for somebody? 
Maybe that's what drives for work, so I won't bother him if he gets messed up like Dawson in Roadhouse. He's got an open tab at the local parts store. <laughs> no. There is only, look, look, look. There is only one Dalton. Roadhouse. That's it. Don't don't even get me started on this Roadhouse 2 thing. I understand, Scott. You're, you're looking for the good in people. I appreciate that. This fucking drunk clown. I want a Taco Bell. All right, that's what I want. I want some fajitas. Uh, can you get me three chimichangas? <laughs> Man, we don't have that. You don't have that. That's Mexican. Drunk people are funny sometimes, I got to say. They're a pain in the ass to be around if you're sober. And and you know why they're a pain in the ass to be around when you're sober? Because that was you when you were drunk. That's why. Oh, I turned that I turned that scope right inwards. All right, final story of the day. And we gotta take a trip. We got we got we we gotta take a little trip. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. This is the story of 13-year-old Ella Reed, who was out with her family. (laughs) Your route says, oh, the things I did in drunken stupors. Well, if I could remember them, I would tell you mine. Ella Reed, 13-year-old Floridian girl, decided that, hey, you know what? Me and my family, we're going to have a fun day at the beach. She was sitting in the shallow water. Maybe she brought some friends with her down to the beach. They were sitting in the shallow water. When all of a sudden, out of nowhere, minding her own business, sitting in the shallow water, a six-foot bull shark. <laughs> Now, 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 let me say, the young girl, the young girl did the right thing by punching that, that, that shark right in the snout, because that's what you're supposed to do. But you got to remember that when you punch somebody and you don't knock them out, lots of times they come back, which this same shark did, and attacked her again. <laughs> the girl sustained injuries to her stomach. Arms, finger, and knee, and had got had to get 19 stitches. Good Lord. I mean, she's bitten up all over the damn place. No thanks. Uh-uh. See, this is what happens. Just telling you. Once again, Cowboys girl, now we all know that this doesn't apply to you because you're like Dr. Doolittle. But nature... Is not your friend. You're sitting in the shallow water. You think you're safe. You think you're safe. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a goddamn shark says, <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to tell you this right now. I'm ready to go to nuclear holocaust war with fucking, with the sharks. I'm tired of them. I'm, I'm sick and tired of these sharks ruining people's days. But I have to say, you, you, you have it coming. You got you, you go in their backyard. 
I swam in the lake on Saturday. Hey, of course you did. And you weren't bitten by a cottonhead or a cottonmouth. Fantastic. TikTok. 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 Yo, no sharks in lakes, no, but they got plenty of water moccasins. Cottonmouths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just saying. But I know it won't ever happen to you because you camp with the bears. Oh, when it happens. Oh, like I said before, when it happens, I'm going to feel bad for you. I'm going to feel terrible if it ever happens to you, Cowboys girl, that you're attacked by a bear and, like, you lose an arm. Um... But 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 when the bear or crocodile or shark or or piranha attack you, it, it it's contractual that I will have to play. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Now I'm not going to enjoy that. Yes, everyone can eat shit. A big bag of shit. <laughs> I'm the greatest man. In the world! Now I'm starting to enjoy it. I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. Now I'm really enjoying it because I know exactly what is going to happen when the bear rips your arm off. You're going to have to... Say my name. You're going to say, God damn it, Arnie. And I know, I know, and and I'll have to... I am the chosen one. Right, and then you can just realize that after I play all that... Doing his little shimmy. It makes the women here in Cleveland puke. You can join those women then. If you get like a cool like replacement arm, I'll 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 I'll, I'll sign it. There are uh, rattlesnakes swimming in the lake and river sometimes, but they're usually cool. Of course they are. They better not hurt cowboys, girl. There you go. All right, that is going to do it for us today, ass family. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, Please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, everybody, y'all have a fantastic day. And more 80s tomorrow. Adios, everybody.
walk on I never have And that's a fact I won't follow I try to find you Cause I don't love you Now if you'll buy that I got some ocean-fried property in Arizona. From my front porch, you can see the sea. I got some ocean-fried property in Arizona. If you buy that, I'll throw the Golden Gate in free. I got some ocean-fried property. to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.